Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. I don't care if Monday's blue. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Monday, Monday, Monday. Noon on Monday. Monday morning you show the fire. On Monday. Now, broadcasting from the Bob and Sherry Studios, it's Bob and Sherry. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad to have you with us. And we're going to start out with uh, something very positive here. I was online reading a British newspaper the other day, and it was nat- on that day, about three days ago, it was National Joy Germ Day. Joy Nas- Germ. National Joy Germ Day is a chance to spread joy and positivity, positivity to everyone in your life. And there are eight ways to do this. Okay. So perhaps we can take Joy Germ Day and and move it over here. Number one, pay them, this is to your partner, all right? Your husband, your wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Pay them a compliment. Tell them they look good in their outfit. Just something that compliments them. It's free. It's easy. And sometimes if we've been together for a long time, we forget to do that. I could not agree more. So easy to do. And your man likes to get a compliment too. Yes, that's right. That's right. He really does. When was the last time you got a nice compliment? Uh, let me see. About four days ago. There, okay, you're not hurt. It's not too bad. Well, I mean, was it from yourself or was it from? No, it wasn't from myself. <laughs> that was earlier today. Oh. Yeah. Uh, number two, give them a really good kiss. There are kisses, hello and goodbye, and there are kisses, and there is a difference. Because I think kissing is the most intimate. It is. Among yeah. anything, any act that you can do with someone, right? It's hard to zone out and think about what you're going to wear to work tomorrow. When you're, yeah, that's exactly you're right. When somebody's someone. right in your face, literally. Yeah. Um, cook them a meal. Everybody has a favorite meal. I can't agree more. When my wife, she makes a great lasagna. She makes a great uh, spaghetti with uh, meat sauce, bolognese. I love it. It lights up my life. Now, when I cook... It's not the same effect. She doesn't like what I cook. She's a pickier eater, that's all. Yeah. She likes is you. Is that what it is? Yeah, but she likes you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, National Joy Germ Day. Joy Germ Day. Give them a small gift. Could be a chocolate bar, a magazine. I do that. Once in a while, I'll be at the supermarket and I'll see a magazine that's, uh, you know, something that would interest her. And uh, I'll buy it. Like she and uh, Hampton are going to be going traveling together for his graduation. I don't want to talk about where yet, but it's a it's a good trip. And I found a magazine, and they had an article about the place. So you bring it back. 
But it's a nice little gift, right? Yeah. It shows that you were thinking of her in a loving way. That is right. That's right. Uh, do something you know will make them happy. A back scratch, a foot rub, running the bath, just something like that. You know what my wife does for me? If, if she knows I'm going to be working late with you, she will send me a photograph of herself walking the dog. So, so that, that you know that... I know the dog has walked. So I can, you know, go home and drink. That is, I mean, that's yeah. love. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, take an errand or a job off their hands. That's a very good one. I would like a lot more of that. I know you would. What would be the number one you would like to be taken outside of driving? Um, clean something in the house. <laughs> Anything. Pick something. <laughs> Just clean something. They don't have, the people in my family do not have my standards because they are not the daughter of my mother. Yeah, yeah. They were not raised by little old Italian ladies who would, (laughs) on Sunday mornings, would put on the station in Philly that played Sinatra Sundays and then dust every plant leaf in the house. Yeah, right. Like, it is so hard for me to live in chaos because at the time when I would see them doing that, I was like, I am never going to be that way. Cut to, I'm that way. You know, the uh, thing we were talking about just the other day about how people uh, want to... uh, are being driven crazy with the clutter in their house and they don't oh, want to the buy. Oh, the Swedish death cleaning. Yes, yeah. they don't want to buy anything anymore because it's just making them nervous. They walk through their house and there's this stuff everywhere. Stuff is everywhere. It it will make you more sane not to have all this stuff around yeah. you to declutter. I agree with you. Uh, tell them why they're such a great partner. Who doesn't want to hear that? Everyone does. That means so much to me you know and it can be it can be given in several different ways like she said to me one time you have been a great stepfather to my kids that made me feel so good i what could be a bigger compliment there's not very many things and finally talk them up if you plan to spend time in the company of others drop into the conversation something wonderful about the person that you're with that is such good advice because it's unusual. It's it validates who you are, and it obviously is bringing other people into you know your circle of wonderful. <laughs> Aren't those good ideas? I think those are great ideas. Yeah, eight ways to it, bring joy. It's really um, it's a shame that we all need to be kind of told I know. that. I think it's because we just take, especially been with somebody for a while, you take each other for granted. And life is hectic and stressful. Right. You know, you've had like a long day, you come home, you dump it. Yeah. Right? Then there's stuff going on in your house and you're dumping on that. Yeah. And then it's bedtime and then tomorrow right. is a whole new day. That. You know, maybe she'll start, I don't know, cleaning the kitty litter box without, you know, my having to do that. Well, I mean, I wouldn't set my sights ridiculously high. high. Yeah, 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 you're, you're right getting a compliment that. every now yeah, and again. There you are. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to bobandsherry.com. Um, I know you and Carla had a really romantic anniversary weekend, <laughs> especially once you got past the part where you didn't know how long y'all been married. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, we had just gotten through talking about that, and I was telling you what what a wonderful eleven years it had been that I had I had managed to keep her happy for probably four out of the eleven, and I'm thinking I'm very funny, and Carl's yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. think this is very funny, and so in fact, she called me right after I got off talking to y'all. Well, you know, after I got off the air, she called me, and I thought she's going to tell me how sweet that I am and how funny that was, and blah 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 blah, and she goes. Why would you think we've been married 11 years? Well, that's not the question you want to hear. Okay, that is no, just not no. the question you want to hear. Yeah, okay? out of the box, yeah. that is just very confrontational. What happened? So I said, well, I, is it not 11 years? She goes, no. She said, it's 12 years. I said, really? She goes, Yes. She said, what's wrong with you? I said, early dementia is all I can come up with here. I have no idea. (laughs) She says, we're getting ready to head for this great romantic weekend, and you don't even know how many years. I said, oh, 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 I got the day right. I got the day right, and I think that's important. I do think that's important. You did. You got part of it right. And you know why you didn't get it right? Because every day with her feels like the beginning of everything. And so it's like a timeless situation. Yeah. Time stands still for me. What kind of petty monster would be like counting hey, the minutes hey, like y'all. that? That doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. I'm sorry. No, deny, Lamar. They don't. They don't forget anything. No. They don't forget birthdays. They don't forget anniversaries. Uh, you forget things. It, I, it seems unlikely. I um, messed up our anniversary a couple years ago and had the number of, um, I had the day wrong. I got the day and the year mixed up. So we got married in 2013 on August 16th. So a few years ago, I celebrated our anniversary on um, August 13th, which was the year and got it wrong and was also off by a year and have not heard the end of it since. So I get it, Lamar. I feel yeah, you, brother. Yeah. In, in he, fact, so in he fact, noticed. She, she. Oh yeah. Our yeah. close friends that that have been married, you know, they're not not even. We didn't go to their wedding or anything. She knows when the month, at least the month, and she gets pretty close to the day of when they're in. I said, "What are you doing with all they the information in your head?" Anything. They don't when it comes to that. My wife knew that your anniversary was not right. Because we we went, at, we yes. were dating, and we went to your wedding, yes. and she and she knows she knows how long we've been married, which is ten and a half. It'll be eleven in July, and so she just did the math, and she said, "Oh no, no, he was off on that." <laughs> I didn't notice. Well, my that wife did the like, math oh, too. He's, look at I, him; I, he's so romantic. So I he sent loves him a text, wife. and I said, "Happy 11th," and he sent back, and he went, "It's the 12th." <laughs> and then Max sent me back a text. He says, "That was a belated congratulations." He said, <laughs> "You know, when they come out, you know, they walk into a room, and you know who they are, and they start out with a question like that." Why would you say something like that? It's not going to be a good day <laughs> at all. She said, she said, here's the problem. Tens of thousands of people think we've been married 11 years. And I said, I would be really shocked if 12 people cared 
that we were married. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wrong. No, 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 wrong to say, my friend. Ooh. On that show, you know, the first thing amazing. they say, the, the first thing they say, if you want to get out of the hole, quit digging. Okay? Just quit, quit digging. digging. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know now, what I guess matters? Sherry, what Sherry's matters? idea, just to kind of kind of blur it and make it like, you know, I, I, it just feels like we just got married yesterday. It yeah. just feels so fresh. Yes. What matters is that you're happy, not how many days or years or minutes. What are we accountants? I don't think so. Women you are guys have a, when it comes to that. They are. Did you have a romantic weekend? Did you guys have fun? We did. It was a beautiful cabin up on top of the mountain. Had a great view. It was it was fantastic. I had been I had not been to Pigeon. I told you I hadn't been to Pigeon Forge forever. That thing's like a Pigeon Vegas. Forge. I mean, I never. It's like crazy up there. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't been in a long time or never, yeah. you don't realize what a good time you're in for. Yeah, there's well, some great sounds, restaurants. So some great. Restaurants. It sounds. It, it sounds like it could have been nice if someone didn't ruin it by <laughs> being insensitive. <laughs> God yeah, love you, man. She times, knows. Trust me. She knows. She knows. Yeah. She's got a great guy who loves it. She knows that. All right, Lamar, you take care of yourself. Yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah, sleep with one eye open. It's Bob and Sherry. <laughs> You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Absolutely. Morons in the news is sponsored by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Here we go. It's Bob and Sherry. The craziest. Moronic. Asinine. With morons in the news. I am looking at 10 mugshots from Clovis, California, right there in the Central Valley of California. I'll give you the dates on these mugshots. 321, 320, 316, 315, uh, March 12, 311, 38, 35, 34, and February 19th. They are all mugshots of Keith Christine, who is 38 years old. Keith has been arrested for the 10th time in a single month. Uh, Police said they received a call about a stolen truck that Chastain was suspected of driving. An officer located the truck driving in Old Town Clovis and followed it until additional officers were in the area. Officers initiated a high-risk traffic stop right in front of the Clovis Police Department and arrested Chastain without incident. Officers say he was the only person in the stolen truck and was on his way to pick up his personal property from the police department the last time he was arrested. So he stole a truck to go get his stuff the last time he was arrested. During these 10 arrests and 31 days, he was arrested by Columbus police six times and other agencies four times. And here we go. Chastain is facing 18 felonies and 15 misdemeanors, with charges including stealing six vehicles, DUI, vandalism, fraud, possession of a controlled substance, and more, according to officials. I'm just feeling he needs to find a new path. That's like a Guinness record. What does it say, though, that at at what point do they go, didn't we just arrest this guy day before yesterday? At what point do they keep him? I know. And they, they said wonder. they said it was it was a high risk stop. It was in front of the Clovis Police Department. How high risk is that going to be? But it is just a trip to see these ten 
photographs of him, 10 mugshots, the same guy, same haircut, same beard, the whole thing. I've never seen anything like it. Over to you. Let's go to today's morons, plural, of the day out of Virginia. So one of these gentlemen was in jail on uh, contempt of court charges and probation violation charges. And the other guy was in jail for credit card uh, fraud, forgery, grand larceny, and probation violation. And they were cellmates. And they made, between the two of them, they made some primitive tools And they slowly and carefully dug out a hole in the wall of their jail cell. It's so Alcatraz, I can't even. But it worked. They escaped. Really? They got out of their Newport News, Virginia jail cell. And they were arrested just a few hours later eating pancakes at an IHOP. (laughs) (laughs) I love that detail. (laughs) <laughs> Sharp-eyed citizens spotted them. See, as soon as they, as soon as the cops found that the men had used their primitive tools made from a toothbrush and like a spoon to access rebar between the walls, and then used the rebar, and they had chipped away at the cement, and they used the rebar and got that, and they chipped away. The police alerted the public that these two guys had gone all Alcatraz style, tunneled out of jail, and could you keep an eye out? And of course, you know, you're in your, they just had your picture all over TV and the internet, and there you are having a Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity special <laughs> at the IHOP. Hey, you know, they shouldn't have gone to IHOP. They should have gone to Waffle House, and they could have fit right in. Nobody would gotta, notice them. I got to say, though, I mean, it's so relatable. Like, you've been in prison for a while. Then you've mm-hmm. gone to all the trouble to tunnel your your way out, Alcatraz yeah. style, with a toothbrush. Yeah. You tell me you don't feel like some carbs after a day's work. Exactly. That. That's that's the first place they should have looked. You're right. That is today's moron of the day. We're going to get that posted up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook. It's Bob and Sherry. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to BobandSherry.com. On Monday of this week, a 29-year-old woman in New Brunswick, New Jersey, appeared in court and pleaded not guilty to charges of providing a false government document. Her lawyer said she knows she made a mistake and she's going to do better. She's hoping that they will dismiss her case when she goes back to court in May. What was the false government document she forged? Here we go. This 29-year-old woman created false ID and enrolled in a New Jersey high school and went to classes because she said she was lonely and longed to return to her happy days in high school with oh friends. My word. Wow. I feel like <laughs> Is this a movie? I think I've seen yeah, this movie. With Drew yeah. Barrymore. Yeah, exactly. She, she forged her birth certificate and um, she she went to school and she She managed four days worth of classes, but then she got discovered, and I'm not sure how she got caught, but she did, and then they banned her from entering school deck grounds, and because she kept texting her new classmates at her new school, Uh police have reached out to those students and said, you cannot have any contact with her because she is not a high school student. She has a bachelor's degree from Rutgers University. And while we don't think she's dangerous, 
we're puzzled by anyone that wants to go back to high school. And I think most people listening right now. <laughs> that's what you. I was about to say. I couldn't wait to get out. Wow. That's not where I want to go back to, I assure no. you. No. No, yeah. no, no. Now, I would, if I got thrown back into high school right now, knowing all the stuff I know now, I'd kill that game for sure. And so would you. <laughs> yeah, that's But I true. wouldn't do it. Would you do it voluntarily? No. Go back to high school? Bob, no. you're in... You're in Algebra 2, and then you have a 90-minute French class, and then a 20-minute lunch. You, you I'm starting to sweat that. now. I'm the, starting to sweat right now, even as you're talking about it. I do not want that. P.E. Oh, God. P.E. Yeah. And you know what today is? Today is square dancing day, Bob. No! Bless her heart. <laughs> she just missed her glory days. Yeah. It's Bob and Shay. Yeah. Okay, everybody. You've got the... Hi, Hello Radio. The best of Bob and Sherry. Everyone Needs a Laugh is sponsored by Nissan. It's time for Everyone Needs a Laugh. Here is comedian Stephen Rogers. My name is Stephen Rogers. I have the same name as the superhero Captain America. Yes, it's as big a deal as you all made it just now. <laughs> It really sucks having the same name as a superhero, especially when you look like he did before he was super. I hate it. Nobody gets it. Nobody relates. Like recently, I met a guy named Peter Parker, and we just hugged for a little bit. We ended up saving each other. It was adorable. I don't like it. Everybody has to bring it up when I meet him every single time. I'm worried if I ever have to call 911 for myself, I'm not going to make it. You know, I'll be like, hello? just been shot yeah Steven Rogers yeah just like that guy listen I'm on the corner of oh you're right I should have used my shield that's a good one you're so funny you got a Captain America shirt on all right came to the right show you're all yeah I was hoping to see the other one the wrong Stephen Rogers. Oh man, good to be here. I, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about me. I'm a very nervous person. I have pretty bad anxiety. I have diagnosed anxiety. Nobody understands anxiety. That's one thing I noticed. I told my one friend I had it. He was like, ah, don't worry about it, man. It could always be worse. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's anxiety. That's like if I told you how to stutter and you're like, well, you could say that again. <laughs> yeah, I probably will. It's horrible. Nobody takes anxiety seriously. I think it's because we use the word so much. I think we need a new name for it. I was thinking pre-traumatic stress disorder. Because <laughs> yeah. that's really what it is. Every day I'm walking around like, oh no, and people go, what happened? And I'm like, nothing yet. <laughs> should be here any minute now. It's horrible. My, my doctor uh, prescribed me pills for my anxiety, and then he warned me that they're extremely addictive. So now, I'm too anxious to take my anxiety medication. I'm afraid to take them out of the bottle, so I just shake the pills whenever I'm nervous. It's like I got prescribed a rain stick. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know. I get, I get panic attacks. Those are pretty awful. They're like a dress rehearsal for death. 
Because it's your brain telling you that you're dying, and then you don't. One of these days I will be dying and think I need to calm down. I'll be like, and this too shall, and then I'll pass away. It's gonna be rough. I found out a lot about panic attacks by having them. Like uh, women, way better to be around during a panic attack than men. Like my girlfriend, she'll walk me through it, calm me down, no problem. My guy friends, they're the worst. Like I'm gasping for air and they're trying to throw grapes into my mouth. Yeah, I get, uh, I don't know, I'm anxious all the time. One thing that uh, scares me is home invasions, because uh, that combines two of my biggest fears, uh, which is danger and meeting new people. <laughs> Great, now I gotta make small talk with this guy. So, where'd you get the gun? It's horrible. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't afford a security system at my place, so I just keep a really messy apartment. Yeah, it actually works. It makes me feel safe. Because if I trip ever, ever, if I get ever trip over something in the middle of the night, I just leave it there. Yeah, because if I'm gonna trip, so will the killers. <laughs> You know, like, you can hack an alarm, but you can't turn off an ottoman. <laughs> you know? My place is so messy, if somebody did break in, they'd be like, ah, somebody's already been here. Let's go to the next one. Yeah, I, uh, I do. I have social anxiety, because I like to collect them all. Uh, <laughs> you, guys are, like, the, you guys are the most mentally healthy people going, well, we just fail, feel bad for him. <laughs> Is this the, like this guy's Make-A-Wish? I, uh... Steven Rogers will get that set posted up at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. And you know, we put out a monthly newsletter. It's just one of the little things we do around these here parts. There's no spam. We never spam you. Um, there's just kind of cool stuff in it and contests and pictures and videos and just all sorts of stuff. And you can subscribe right now to get in that once a month at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. This is Bob and Sherry. True. Weird. Stuff. He called himself the Comforter and the Emancipator. William E. Riker was a religious cult leader who preached what he called the perfect Christian divine way, the belief in celibacy and racial and gendered segregation. In the 1920s and 30s, he purchased 200 acres of land to establish a town built on white supremacy. He called it the Holy City. True. Weird. Stuff. New episodes drop every Friday, everywhere you get your podcasts. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast. On the free Bob and Cherry app. The scone goddess and Maine Needham's have something for the singles during Love Month at BobandSherry.com. Enter to win a party box with the Scone Goddess Scones, a Maine Needham's sampler box. Oh, they're so good. Bob and Sherry swag and more. It is talkback time. You can grab our app. It's free in Google Play and the Apple Store. And if you look on it, you'll see a little microphone in the bottom of the screen. Tap it and talk and the app will automatically send us your message. Or you can always call us on the phone. That still works. You know, your texting device is a phone. 844-52-SHERRY. That's 844-52-SHERRY. Hit it, Max. Good morning, Bob and Jerry. I am a very long-time listener, but I've never called because I get very nervous talking to people. And I tend to ramble in voicemail situations. So good luck to me on this one. Anyway, um, love you guys both very much. And I've heard your commercials for the corpse medicine of your recent podcast. I haven't really had time to listen to the podcast, but 
Just curious, I am a nurse that recently learned about a new way to treat um, C. diff and other GI things, um, but it's called a fecal transplant. And yes, it is what it sounds like. It's a fecal transplant. It takes donor human stool and puts it in either directly in the colon or in pill form in which you swallow. I figure that would be something interesting for you to research and something for Bob to really hate. <laughs> anyway, I feel like that would be a very hard pill to swallow. I don't think I'd ever want to do it. But just thought you'd be interested. Bye. We have the best um, let, let me just answer. I, I've been in radio most of my life. I've been swallowing that for years. Yeah. That that's is, why you're so that's healthy. Not, yeah. 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 That's not a problem that's for me. good gut health. <laughs> I do. I have good gut health. Um, well, she was charming, but she was rambling. I mean, let's just face it. She was rambling there. No, um, listen, the FDA just approved. This was just approved. The first pill made from um, oh God, healthy bacteria found in, in human waste. You know what? Here's why we are going to talk about it. Because C. diff kills people. Um, and if there's something like between 15,000 and 30,000 people a year die of the C. diff infection. You can knock it out with antibiotics, but not always. Right. And those antibiotics right. destroy the good, healthy gut bacteria which leaves you vulnerable to other things. So I have been reading, you will not be surprised to learn about this for a couple of years now because they have treated people who are deadly, deadly sick with all sorts of things with yeah. um, fecal transplants and they've turned, they've tamed, they've changed their lives. So right now, Bob, you can be all like, eh, gross. But if you were really sick or somebody you cared about was really sick and this was the cure, heck mm. yes. Yeah, I'd, yes. I'd rather take the pill, I think, than uh, the other way of getting it. Can, can we just call it instead of, can we just use the initials FT if we're going to be talking about this? Would that be possible well, the, to do? We need we need Big Pharma to give it a fun name. You yeah, know, right. like the, the drugs have a fun name and a little fun jingle. Like, you know how Sky Rizzy has nothing means everything. Um, right. We need a fun name and a fun jingle for this one. <laughs> Maybe I should write a commercial for it. But about a decade ago, doctors began experimenting with this. And I read, this is super interesting. Um, and I don't know where the... <laughs> what, are you I don't know what are you laughing at? What are you laughing <laughs> you, at? You. Okay. I can't see You're your so face, visibly. but I can see your face. I know, I know what the song is going to be. It's going to be, taking care of business. Yes, you will. <laughs> Take That'd care be great. of business. Yeah. That was and one of the guys, it, right? one of the guys from Bachman Turner Overdrive, just passed yeah. away. So maybe his estate lawyer will approve it, and then you'll yeah. see you'll have like some really blandly attractive person turn to the camera and go, "I thought I was full of it. Turns out I didn't have enough." <laughs> Hey, but we anyway. all have to take care of business, if you know what I mean. Taking care of business, yeah. So I've do. read, and, and don't ask me, I will never be able to find this article and share it, and I apologize because this was years ago, but I read um, in, in one of the medical journals about um, this child that had like these devastating chronic ear infections, and they did a, they swabbed the, uh, the sibling, the sibling's ear, and then put that in the sick baby's ear, and it, it ended the baby's trouble with ear infections. Because mm. there's like 
because we are fearfully and wondrously made, you know? And there's like a lot of cool stuff that modern medicine doesn't know. <laughs> it really works. <laughs> it does. It really does. It totally works. Ask your doctor if fecal life is right for you. (laughs) Don't take fecal life if you're allergic to feces or any of the ingredients in fecal life. (laughs) This is Bob and Sherry. It's the best Bob and Sherry. (laughs) Best, best. You guys kill me. I love you, Bob and Sherry. Oh, thank Thank you so much. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Sherry app. The perfect night, Amanda. What was it? The night my husband proposed to me. Well, let's hear about it. Well, we met. I've known I've known my husband off and on since I was 16, and he's 10 years older than me, and I hadn't seen him for years, and I was planning on making a trip uh, that evening, and I went to the car wash to clean out my car, and he was next to me cleaning out his car. And he asked me for my phone numbers and so on and so forth. How old are you at this point? How old were you at that point? I was 26. Okay. And um, so, I mean, it had been about 10 years since I had really talked to him. Mm -hmm. And um, long story short, we had dated for about a year year or so. Really good. Had no problems at all. And we were going to go out. And everything went fine. We went out to dinner. And he got me this really cheap looking bracelet <laughs> and I thought oh my I, you know, I didn't say that I thought it and I thought oh that's really and we went to meet up with some friends and we got a phone call and oh he was mad oh he was so mad he said we've got to go pick a friend his cars broke down he said he's just it's going to ruin the whole night so we're driving down uh, into the area where the car wash was and I was completely oblivious and he said do you hear that and I said no and he pulls into the car wash, into one of the stalls in the car wash, and he said, if there's something wrong with this car, we're just going to call it a night and go home. <laughs> I was like, well, if you're going to act like this, I'm going to be happy to go home. <laughs> and he comes around, and he opens up the door and gets down on one knee and proposes. Right there at the car wash. He wanted to do it at the place where you two had oh, reconnected. That's very sweet. Now, my so husband sweet. is not a romantic man in yes. any way, shape, or form. Yes. But when he does something like that, he puts a lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but, yeah, he proposed to me at the car wash. What did he say? Uh, we got married, and we had pictures at the car wash, and we had the car wash song played at our wedding. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. What did he say when he asked you to marry him, Amanda? He just, he said that he couldn't imagine me, his life without me, and he screwed a lot of things up, and uh, he wanted to make sure that my life with him was perfect, and we've been married for, be seven years this March. That's fantastic. That is just after, beautiful. After he proposed, did the uh, employee ask you if you wanted the coconut or the pine scent in the car? <laughs> What a but I be- thought he would have thought I was crazy. <laughs> what a beautiful memory. That is so nice. And that it's been so great. Nice. You've been happy it. ever since? I'm sorry? And it's been great. You've been happy ever yes. since? We've had uh, we've gone through a lot together, and I've never had anybody support me the way he does, and I support him, and we're a team. Well, we're so going to take you back different. to that night right now, Amanda. We're taking oh, you Lord. back to the swinging 80s. <laughs> 70s. 70s. We're taking yeah. you back to the, to the 
the 70s? Yeah. Well, yeah. And Rose. Rose. Let's do it. The car wash. Two tenths. <laughs> two tenths in the morning. Amanda, congratulations, Two tenths all day long. <laughs> Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to BobandSherry.com. Bob and Sherry. I have great, exciting news. One of our listeners, Dave Harden, has written a rap for two tenths. Yeah, let me hear yeah, it. Yeah, it's your first rap. You want to yeah, hear it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I can rap over this kind of techie club music. Can you give me... I'm going to need a beat. Um, well, I'm going to get hectic. I, I'm going to need a beat. <laughs> I wish you would have said something before now. This is a rap for two tenths. My name is Bob, but I'm really too tense. Bugging about people ain't got no sense. In the wintertime, I don't get enough sun. When it gets dark enough, two tenths no fun. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Wow. Sherry, you are so yeah. street. I am just mad. You got right into that. You Man got right death. into that sound. You got right into that. Well, sound I live right with away. a rapper. I live yeah. with C Pain. <laughs> uh, we were trying to remember all of Bob's rap names, by the way, because white there was chocolate. there was white chocolate and there was little naughty, little naughty, little naughty, and then there have been others through the course of time. I know, Todd. Some of them do you remember? Just come and go. I think uh, well, it was prison slash um, rap was wedding cake. We, oh, we talk yeah. about wedding I cake that. for a I minute. Remember that? Don't, don't don't let me use wedding cake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you came up with you came up with after you found out somebody was named after a car, you were you were gonna go with uh, MC Camry. MC. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were dependable. <laughs> Which good, I huh? love that one. That's, that's, that's pretty good. You know, it always works. Here he comes, taking the stage, MC Camry. Laying it down. And a taxpayer. <laughs> and a floss. And a floss. No speeding on the highway. No speeding on the highway. Broccoli. 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 Salmon. 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 <laughs> Who's your lighthouse? Who's your lighthouse? Who's your lighthouse? Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Reaching for my checkbook. Reaching for my checkbook. <laughs> You know when the guy says, rolling down the highway, pulling out my Glock, Bob's like, rolling in the left lane, pulling out my checkbook. I like my ladies blonde and fun, then I get my business done, get it done by 9 o'clock, because I got to get up. (laughs) I can't call any of my family members bitches. Really? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. You know, Ron Burgundy... 
was one of those movies, you either loved it or you thought it was just drivel. It didn't get great reviews, but it's grown as the years have gone by. Sherry and I both were in TV prior to becoming America's sweetheart couple on radio. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'll let that, that one that's good. Did that happen that's while good. I was out last week? When, when did good. that happen? I just came up with that. Stay with it. It's mm. good. Um, so she was a producer, and I was a uh, television host, local television host. And so, having worked in local TV, we both knew that there were some things in Ron Burgundy that rang true. And one of them is some of the anchors you see reading the news really do know what they're talking about. And if they had to do an interview with a famous newsmaker, they could do it. But some of them really are there for the hairdo and the clothes. And they're very attractive people, and they read the news. It looks like they've memorized it, but they're actually they're reading it. They're great readers. But they're great readers. There's a little mirror system on a TV camera, and it projects the uh, words written by someone else for them to read. Now, it's not all of those people, but it is, it is some of those people. So what would happen if someone put, was naughty and put some words on the uh, teleprompter that they read off of, would they actually be so out of it and they're just thinking about what they look like that they would read what whatever was up there? And in Ron Burgundy, Steve Carell's character, did he play the weatherman? Yeah. I think he played the weatherman. I'm, that, I'm sorry. I know here. people can't see this. Is something happening to the lights in the, the room light, or am they, I about to know, faint? They just put in new LED lights. It's like a strobe. I feel like I, it's going to induce okay, a Okay, we need seizure. to turn that off. Can we turn that, it off? Because I thought it was just me bad. and I was starting sorry. to become panicky. Okay, turn. just flip the switch. You thought you, I thought I was starting to die. I thought I was fainting. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, so anyway, yeah, just, just can you can you see the board okay? I can see it fine. Like okay. Yesterday was 80 degrees in here. Today, now it's dark. <laughs> they, they, they changed all the light bulbs in here. And do we, we have st- no internet. Do we right. still have a contract? Are, are they even, trying to tell us something? Wait a minute. Are we even on the air right now? Or is this just feeding back into my headphones? Are we on the air? Can you hear us? Because the lights are strobing. The heat's pumping. It's like hell. Can you hear? Is there anyone out there? Can you hear us? Okay, Bob, back to Ron Burgundy. I forgot what I said. So anyway, here here is a little clip from Ron Burgundy when Steve Carell is fooled. Okay, this is the movie. Compelling yeah. and rich. This is Ron Burgundy. Right. Well, that's going to do it for all of us here at Channel 4 News. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy? Damn it! Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will... So, so he will repeat. So that's that's the bit in the movie. It actually happened on a television station in Green Bay. Brian Nizaski was the uh, guy who was reading the, I believe it was either the news or the weather. And one of the lines in Ron Burgundy is, I love lamp, which makes no sense at all. Right. So they did that to this guy. Here's, okay, what, let's hear here's what happened. Tom, I know he has one and he lets it sleep in his bed and he's got two. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In other news, uh, I love lamp. Uh, what is, what is, whoa, there oh go. my God, he totally rolled You got it. me. <laughs> the guy just said. All right, that's uh, a <laughs> joke. In other news, if you've seen an anchor. Well, I will read anything that's put in the teleprompter and that is just. In other news, right oh, way to back the guy up, hon. <laughs> that was nice. Go to Scott very quickly, very, very quickly. Scott, Scott are we on the are air? Are we on the air? Yeah, I just was saying it would be pretty funny if nobody called. Thank you, Scott. God bless. The <laughs> phones are lit up. The phones are all lit up. We're on the One air. person heard us, and he's out in the hallway. <laughs>
right, that's it. It's Bob and Sherry. This place. We're on the air. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast. On the free Bob and Sherry app. John, what is it that you just always, always believed and now you realize it isn't true? Well, I uh, believed after I got married the first time that, uh, and that didn't work, that I would never get married again. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> How many times have you been married? I'm on my sixth. Shut the door. Sixth? Sixth. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Respect, John. All right, so John, let's talk about this. Age Six. First. How, how old a fella are you? You sound young. Uh, I'll be 60 in, a, in another month. In another month. So run us through the reasons that the um, first five marriages didn't work out. Well, the first one probably was the fact that I got married when I was 17. Yeah. 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 And uh, But that lasted about eight years. Wow. And, well, probably the reason it lasted that long is I was in the Marine Corps and gone three of it, so... <laughs> that helps. Where, was the uh, was the first wife pregnant? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then the second one. Well, then I was I was single for about eight years. Uh huh. And then uh, got married a second time. It lasted a few years, and uh, kind of a quick succession of things. The, Woman that I'm married to now is absolutely wonderful. We've been together for 12 years. Okay, but let's let's go through them all, and you're only going to have to like 10 seconds for each because there are six. Um, the- so number two, it ended just for like who cheated? Uh, it just she was a lot younger, and uh, wasn't, okay, she was younger. Number the first number one, you were too young. Second one, she was too young. The third one, the third one. Uh, it was more of a marriage of convenience than anything else for both of it. Okay, and then the fourth one. Uh, stupidity. Stupidity. That, that's that's common. Okay, and then the fifth one. Very, very common. <laughs> the fifth one. <laughs> what do you want to say? You can claim stupidity on marriages. You can, yeah. Yeah. Really? Not not the. Uh... Are you asking yeah. as a possibility? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh definitely. Oh yeah. Where have you yeah. been? Yeah. Can you mark yeah. those off? Can you like? Dissolve those marriages. You don't get as many points for those. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. All right. So we're up to number. We we're up to number five. Number Why'd five. that one end? Uh, and, and five was even more stupidity. Even more, more stupidity. stupidity. Right. Yeah, so here we can cycle. Five is different. I can't talk about that. Now the the sixth one. The sixth one though is good, huh? Oh yeah. It's. Uh, when yeah. when did when did you marry that lucky gal? Uh, well, we've been together 12 years. Wow. Our anniversary will actually be June 8th. Okay. And did she, did you have a hard time persuading her to be Mrs. John number six? Uh, no, I kind of... Um, what? Kept, kept all the, the... But I had that many exes you know, under the covers at, at any time until after I got to know the person. I was one of those... I was, I'm divorced. Well, here's the thing. The reason that I asked John is I'm no one's example of a virginal bride at this point, but even I would be skeptical Never about were. a guy. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no. Um, even I would be skeptical about a guy who was like, I would like you to be the sixth Mrs. I mean, you know, you, you got to kind of wonder, right? Is that fair? Yeah, and, but actually... Uh... I stay in relatively close touch to 
two of my actors. We only have a moment here. Can, can you run down all of their names in order quickly for us? First one was Diane. Second one was Deb. Third one. Take your time. Was uh, Doreen. Doreen. Diane, Deb, Doreen. Go wow. on. Were you a Dugger? Diane, Deb, Doreen. Go on. Seely. Seely. And uh, fifth one was Tina. Tina. And what's the current one, the present one? Norma. Norma. Give him a round of applause, Good job. ladies and gentlemen. Very impressive. You got to be a J. ABJs, yeah, yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah. John, well, John, congratulations for getting them all. We've got some sexy socks, which I think you could use. And I, you know, I'm feeling good about Norma. I'm feeling like this is the one that's going to last. Yeah, that's great. You know, that's a nice thing that shows respect when you can name them all. All of them, mm-hmm. just like that. <laughs> You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Can You Believe This is sponsored by Avatar, The Last Airbender, on Netflix, February 22nd. You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Cherry's. I don't believe this shit. I cannot believe this So you heard from the People's Movie Critic that Cocaine Bear is based on a true story. And it is absolutely based on a true story. So let's go back to the tale of Andrew Thornton II. Um, He was working as a narcotics police officer in Tennessee in the early 1970s. Then he went back to law school and he got his law degree. But don't you know that Drew Thornton changed sides and he got caught up in this big weapons and drug smuggling ring. And in fact, in the early 80s, he was part of a big group of people indicted on multiple counts of conspiracy to import and distribute a thousand pounds of marijuana. So he pleaded not guilty, and he went on the run. Eventually, he got arrested as a fugitive in the Carolinas. For all of these crimes, they fined him 500 bucks and revoked his law license and sent him to prison for six months. That doesn't seem like that bad of a punishment, really, when you think about what he did. But now his law license is suspended, so he can't make money as a lawyer. So he resumes his criminal ne'er-do-well activities as soon as he gets out of prison. And in spite of all of his um, challenges, um, word on the street was that he owned racehorses and that he was a multimillionaire and, you know, that he was just really a colorful guy. And he'd also done a little bit of time in the Army. He had a pilot's license and he was a trained parachutist. Both of these skills he would use later in this wild, insane drug smuggling stunt that unfortunately cost him his life. Um, authorities said that they believe he flew a twin-engine plane loaded with drugs from South America. And when he got along the southeastern U.S. coastline, he put it on autopilot while he looked for a place to jump out with a parachute. The plane ended up crashing in the North Carolina mountains, and Andrew Thornton um, fell into the backyard of a family's home in Knoxville, Tennessee. His parachute, wow. His parachute did not open. He was not only dead with an unopened parachute, he had 77 pounds of cocaine strapped to his body, many guns and knives. Um, Local investigators could not find the rest of the drugs that were on board Thornton's plane at the time he died, including one duffel bag loaded with $15 million worth of cocaine. But where the Georgia Bureau of Investigation failed to find the duffel bag full of cocaine, 
Pablo Escobar did. That's right. A bear standing <laughs> a bear standing about five feet tall, you know, just a regular garden variety black bear, stumbled upon the duffel bag in the mountains of Fannin County a few weeks prior to December 20th, 1985. That's when local officials found a ripped open, 40 ripped open packages of, can- of cocaine, um, the torn duffel bag. There was no substantial amount of cocaine left other than those 40 ripped open bags. And it, it gave you the idea that, well, maybe the bear ate it all. But the GBI agents who investigated said, well, there was two months since it got dropped. It had some time to dissolve. There was snow on the mountains when we found it we're pretty sure that the bear did not eat 75 pounds of cocaine. They did an autopsy on the bear. The bear ate some cocaine, but it certainly didn't eat 75 pounds. They never found the rest of the cocaine. Some people think that hunters came across it, found the bear, and stole the cocaine and kept it for themselves and to sell. The bear did not go on the killing spree in the movie. That part of it isn't true, but the legend of cocaine bear lives on. In fact, the coroner, the coroner who performed the autopsy on Pablo Escobar, took the bear to a taxidermist and donated it to the Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area not long after. Then the stuffed bear went missing. It was at a pawn shop, and then it was at another pawn shop. Then get ready. Waylon Jennings had it in his house for a while. Country music superstar legend Waylon Jennings had the taxidermy cocaine bear. Um, Then it ended up at the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall in Lexington, Kentucky. And there you can go visit Cocaine Bear. He's He's displayed in a rotating series of hats with an open duffel bag full of coke nestled right there at his feet. It is a wild story. It is a true story. Um, the movie took a lot of liberties with it. So the bear did not go on a killing real. spree. The, no. it, it consumed some cocaine, but it, it didn't go on a killing spree. It, it started listening to what? Classic rock? What, what, what was it doing? It was just no, the wandering only, out there. The only killing that happened with Pablo Escobar and that cocaine was poor Pablo Escobar himself. He died of yeah. acute cocaine poisoning. Oh, is he, that right? Yeah. yeah, and that's how they found him. They found him next mm-hmm. to the stash. That's how he mm. ended up at the coroner, then the taxidermist, then the pawn I shop, see. then another pawn shop, then a truck stop, then Waylon Jennings for a while, and now he's at a mall in Kentucky, as God so intended. God bless America. What a country where these kind of things happen, you know, just every other random Tuesday. <laughs> we'll get this posted up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook for all of you cocaine bear aficionados. This is Bob and Sherry. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate happy hour Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern live live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. Americans, and I guess people around the world, just love to go to concerts with acts that they knew when they were kids. When the Rolling Stones perform, they look out on people who are young enough to be their grandchildren and maybe even great-grandchildren, but people want to be able to say, I saw the Stones. And it's like that with a lot of rock acts. I thought it was interesting that the Who's frontman, Roger Daltrey, said, and I'm quoting, there is no point in releasing another album. He said, he's 79 years old, he said, 
Our fans are more interested in listening to the legendary music that we put together. They don't want to hear new stuff. You know, the Stones, have re they released a blues album, and I don't even know if they played one of the songs on the last tour that they did. People want to be able to sing along with the songs. And especially the older people in the audience, they, they don't buy new music whatsoever, most people. So yeah. Daltrey is probably right. Daltrey is probably right. At one point, you might want to say, and perhaps 79 might be a good time to say it. They just want to hear the hits, and we're going to give them the hits. We are what's known as a catalog group. And you know what? If it makes people happy, there is nothing wrong with that. That's what the folks want to do, and that's what they get. And if you don't want to play the old stuff, just don't go out on tour. And hey, while we're at it, you heard Jamie Lee Curtis at the Oscars. Have an afternoon show, why don't you? Two o'clock in the afternoon. The tickets are 200 bucks. Some of us have to get up tomorrow morning, okay? It is true. It is true. She's right. And a, bun a bunch of bands responded to her and said, you know, that's a good idea. So it's good for them, too. Yeah, exactly. Everybody wins. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bob and Sherry. <laughs> You're listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry Books, Swag, and the Mother of All Mothers Merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. Impersonating our parents this morning on the show, and it would not be a complete hour if our buddy Lamar did not join the conversation. Hi, Lamar. Hey, how y'all doing? We're doing you know, fine. I lived, when I got married and moved away from home, I lived about 90 miles away. And so you try to go down to visit maybe once a month or so, but it would never fail every Sunday morning, and we didn't have caller ID. So the phone would ring, and I'd pick it up, and it would be my mama. And she'd go, hello. And I'd say, hey, mom, what are you doing? <sighs> Sitting here looking out the window thinking y'all might be driving up. <laughs> I said, well, mama, the fact that you're talking to me, and I'm still laying in the bed 90 miles away, she goes, hello, but... I was just hoping. What's your plans for the day? And, and, and this conversation would go on for probably 30 or 40 minutes. And if you didn't have any really concrete plans, which sometimes you don't on a Sunday, it was like man, you have no reason not to be there with your man, mama. Man, I was coming up with, I was having heart surgery. I mean, I mean, it would just be, and after a while, I'd be sitting there. If I was sitting in the living room, I'd be sitting there, and uh, I'd just start sinking down in the chair. And my wife would be sitting across the thing, and she'd be dying laughing because I'd just start sinking down in the chair. <laughs> Sometimes while I was talking to her, I'd take my hands, I would act like I was hooking up TNT to my chest, <laughs> and I'd push the plunger. <laughs> Uh, I'd take my hand, I'd take my hand and I'd make my finger out like a pistol and I'd pull the trigger to my head and it wouldn't go off and I'd keep spinning it like I'd spin Russian roulette. I mean, this happened. And you know, going, I hadn't been feeling all that good. I mean, there was, and, and here's the next thing. About halfway through the conversation, she'd go, you remember Betty Ann? I'd go, yeah, I goes, she got cancer. Oh, and I mean, no. she would ever, I mean, there was never a good news phone call. It yeah. was never a good news phone call. Oh, my was, God. Just, and you have that yeah. image of her going, I'm looking out the oh window, wait, hoping to see your face. 
And I, I, I said, well, Mama, if, if, why don't you drive up here? It's so far to drive up there. I said, well, it's about the same distance from here to there. From the, you know, just, but it just seems so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's uphill. <laughs> you know, I mean, she would just suck the life out of me. And, you know, and it would almost be like I should just get up and go because when I get off the phone, I have no desire to mm-hmm. live, much mm-hmm. less do anything else for the rest of the day. You know, driving to South from South Carolina to Georgia is quicker because it's downhill. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, and what I would do is I'd wait about 30 minutes and I'd call my brother because he lived 90 miles in the other direction, deeper into Georgia. Uh-huh. I'd wait about 30, 40 minutes. I'd call my brother and he'd go, oh, God, I just got off the phone with her. Because <laughs> <laughs> she would call us both. She would call us both. And so what we would try to do is we would go down the same weekend mm-hmm. because yeah, I'd get to see him, and we always have a lot of fun, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it would be a lot of fun. And sometimes Mama would drive, we'd both get there, and she'd go, you know, it'd be better if y'all would get on opposite weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I said, but Mama, you got us all together. She goes, I know, but she said, next weekend, there won't be nobody here but me and your daddy. And you know he's going to be passed out in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy, Lamar. I mean, she would, she would just kill you. She give it, give it to us again. How, what you would hear? The first thing that you would hear. Hey, what you doing, Mama? I'm just sitting here. I'm looking out the window, thinking y'all might be driving up. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the visual. You got the visual, don't you? She's in her house coat. Oh, the Lord. sad thing is, if you could call Pugsley right now, that's what he would say. I know. That's right. It is. It is. It well, is. thanks it for is getting awful. me up, Cher. It is awful. It is awful. Uh, uh, here's the deal. For everybody that's listening to this and you getting that same phone call, my mama's been gone for a long time, and I'd give anything if I'd have got it in the car and went a few more times. I really would. Well, between my dog and what you just said, <laughs> let's all just have a big old cry. God, give me a break, y'all. Bye, Lamar. God, mamas and dogs wishing that you'd come. Give me a break. You know what? I know what she was doing, too, because I know her. She's got a pretty devious mind. She was setting this up so that when she did finally pass away, the guilt would just eat me alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, wherever she's at, wherever she's at in heaven, if she's sitting there playing cards with some other woman that's making her kids feel guilty, she's going, oh, yeah. It's killing him, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's what they do. It's Lamar. Thanks so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast. Have you checked out our Oddcast podcast? That's where you can find all the stuff we can't do on the radio, including the Talking Lamar podcast. In this episode of Talking Lamar, I'm talking about plants and animals outside your house that can kill you. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, fun size, and more with the free Bob and Sherry app. Not long ago, I brought you good news about death, uh, and uh, because people were not dying in commercial airlines or from lightning or strikes, or from lightning strikes, and I now I bring you uh, how to live longer. All right, it's All the right. it's the flip side of it, just for you. These are things they looked at ninety year old people, a bunch of ninety year old people, and they tried to figure out. What do these people have in common? How do they live to be 90 years old? Now, I suppose you could say a lot of genetics. it might be genetics, but there are other things, too. So here they are. We can't do anything about our genetics, 
but we can do things that I'm about to give you. Number one, a positive, optimistic attitude. Absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah. Because your thoughts shape your reality. And if you're a big old complaining, whiny, sourpuss victim, that's the life you're going to lead. I've, I've never been a sourpuss victim at all, but I have looked at life uh, askance. You know, I mean, not always sunny and optimistic. It's just like, I don't know about this. This could not go well. I think some people are more naturally wired they for are. it. But it's a it's a habit you can acquire. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on it. Um, how many times do I say to you in the course of a week, but Bob, look at it this way, or Bob, have you thought about it this way? Like, there's another way to look at this. There's a bright side. Oh, thousands of times because I'm negative <laughs> so much. Times. Thousands of times. Even, you know, what'd you do? What'd you say it like that for? See how, how many you times, are? you dumbass, have I? See how you are. <laughs> you know what? I need to change. <laughs> because you know what number two is? What? Stubbornness. You are that. This is not a list of my negative things. This is how people can live longer. I forgot. You forgot. But you are stubborn. No, I just stand my ground. That's, That's all. That's your stubborn. No, no, no. You're stubborn. No. Even stuff that you know is like unnecessary and bad for you, you hang on to. Why, why, is, Churchill, why is Churchill revered as being... You know, a uh, 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 a man that would stand up against evil, right? I'll tell you why. And I'm stubborn. Because Churchill doesn't give away movie tickets to the ninth caller. It's a difference. Yeah. What you do for a you have a point. I heard. Have a point. I heard somebody say one time, "It's better to get it right than to be right." But sometimes with Bob, it's just better just for him to, be, to right. be right. You know that that other cliche, "Better to be." What would you rather be, right or happy? Bob's like. Both, and it starts with me being right. <laughs> hey, you know the other cliche? Why hang around with a bunch of a-holes, you know, who just make you feel terrible about yourself? Jeez. You brought this! I, I brought up how to live longer. Hey, you know why I got an answer to that it? one. It appealed to you subconsciously. Yeah. It did. What? This appealed to you subconsciously, yeah. because as you read this, you thought... I need, I need to do all of these things. Yeah, well, I'm going to cut you off at the legs with the next one. Number three, a strong work ethic. I have worked since I was 16 and a half years old, and I've never been unemployed. <laughs> Nonetheless, working. It's still working, my I'm friend. Working, I'm working hard. When is you know lunch? what? Excuse me. Let me defend him. So I can focus. Let me defend him. There are days when he works harder at getting out of here to go to lunch than some people work all week. Exactly. Thank That's you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> now, number four uh, with living a longer life. Uh, living a rural life. And loving it. Yeah, that's not going to be That's just not going to be me. I could live a certain type of rural life, you know? Um, You can live rural-ish. Like, like, a, like a saltwater farm. Actually, you know? where you're living right now is your version of a rural life. Yeah, yeah, a couple of acres. You have a little bit of land that, yeah. you, that you like to look at. Yeah. Your neighbors are all quiet and unfriendly. I ain't milking nothing, though. Oh. I'm not chewing nothing. Well, I'm going to just correct you about the milking. You've been milking something here for a long time. Yeah, you're right. You know, that's actually, that is true. 
Is that is that why my arm is so tired, my hand is so and tired? And your biceps are so big. Yeah, right. And finally, a strong connection to your family and religion. There you go. There you go. Folks. Very right. useful. Very embrace helpful. those. Embrace yes, those. You do embrace those. Don't be stubborn. Oh, we're negative. Have a positive, uh, optimistic attitude. <laughs> Find something to milk. to Bob and Sherry. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to BobandSherry.com. Nominated teacher at BobandSherry.com to win a vacation from Visit Florida to stay at the Margaritaville Beach Resort in Fort Myers Beach. What a place. So I started looking and uh, I found some old thing. I don't even know what it was. It was black and white. And one of the characters said, as, as another character left, it looked like it was a Western or, or in the 1800s as the, as the person went out of the uh, cabin, sir, I wish you Godspeed. I wish you Godspeed, <laughs> sir. And, and I thought, you know, I've heard that expression before, like years and years ago, but it's, it's totally not used anymore. I wish you Godspeed. It's kind of a nice expression, you know, because you've got, it really you've got is. God involved in there and uh, you're wishing them, you know, uh, God to, uh, I guess, I looked it up and, it, and it's like, I wish you luck on your path to where you're going. Safe journey, I wish yeah. You, yes, on your journey. I, I hope that, you know, uh, the Lord looks after you. And I thought to myself, you know, nobody has ever said, I wish you Godspeed. I may start saying that just to... I, just to get a reaction, you know, just keep why it in my hip pocket. Why don't you combine your standard um, greeting, good which is good you? luck to you with yeah. good luck to you and Godspeed. Try that. That might, that might feel comfortable. Good luck and to you, you could add my... and Godspeed. That's nice. Doesn't that, doesn't that, and it's, it yeah. would be, it's such a throwback. Nobody else is doing it. It would be yours. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. younger people would not even know what the expression is. Well, they think it's I'm, something... well, they already think I'm weird. Yeah, I wouldn't. That's of all the things to worry about. Like what? Okay. Don't like, bite down that bone too long. Okay. Jeremy <laughs> and her friends might think that would be the yeah. least of it. Um, Godspeed is one of those things that I've read in books since I was a kid and have never heard yeah. anybody use in real life. Exactly. I've seen it in books too. And then I saw it in that movie, which looks like it was out of the, I don't know, 19... 40s or something like that yeah i'm going to use that and then i'm going to watch for the uh, i have many ways to amuse myself and then i'm going to watch for the uh reactions maybe you could add my good man or my good lady at the end of it so good luck to you and godspeed my good man or my good lady and then, let's try that let's and do like a little sounds. sweeping motion with your hand as you do it because yes. if you did yes. all, said all that with your arms at your side that would seem yeah. strange you know your beneficence now. yeah let me hear okay. it let me look, hear look it. at me are you looking at me i'm looking sometimes at yeah well sometimes you're not looking at me while we're doing this we have these cameras oh, well, and everything and then you're excuse looking, me you for even, having I'm a job waving. yeah i'm i'm wait all right what am I doing again? What, uh, good luck good. and Godspeed, my good lady or my good man, with an, a uh, flourishing so arm gesture. Good luck, good luck to you. Good luck. Yeah, because that's your brand. That's your brand. That's your. That's my brand. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Good luck to you and Godspeed, my good man. I love it.
I'm here Do for you it. Really? Try it with my good lady. Let me hear it as with my good lady. Good luck to you. And Godspeed, my good lady. I love it. I love it. <laughs> If it sounds like a bad to... Robin Hood movie or something. I don't know. You do, know. you do that to a stranger at the Publix, you'll give somebody a lifelong memory. And what's better than that? Yeah. Don't yeah. you feel like he should be wearing of some memories. kind of a costume or an outfit if he's going to be like saying spats. things like that? <laughs> like spats. Like that's right. And a top like, um, hat. Like Sir Topham hat from Thomas yeah, the right. Tank Engine. Hey, if I had a cane, if I had like a Sir Topham hat, I hated Sir Topham hat. He was the most <laughs> arrogant thing i saw him on an ad not long ago so i think you need a monocle monocle. oh yeah right hey yeah halloween's i saw some advertisement for halloween already here's the thing max you laugh but i'm looking at his face you have no idea how desperately he wants a monocle a cane and a top hat i can see it you know he loves a costume I think he the wants to look like the little maker. monopoly. But, the, here's, maker. but here's the yeah, but here's yeah. the problem, right? Everyone can go, hey, Mr. Peanut. See, that's what they'll do to him. Oh yeah, <laughs> they'll make no fun man. Of him. Hey, right? no man wants to be called that. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Talk about good. needing good luck and God's <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to you, my lady. Why are you running so quickly? Godspeed, <laughs> Mr. Peanut here. Hello. This, this woman Come gets back. in the car and goes. Oh my God! Some guy that thinks he's Mr. Peanut was hitting on. <laughs> hey Bob, what are you gonna do? You can't win. You know, you're just trying no, to be decent. I know. I know. Uh, what's a brother got to do? It's right. Bob and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. All right, we're gonna play a piece of music for you, and you have to tell us the name of the first movie that it appeared in. is it says how far humanity has progressed we no longer have to spend all of our time and energy hunting fire and food that's right that we can get dogs to sing that song all right and by the way our apologies to any of you who are listening at home and you have a dog because that (laughs) dog just went out of his mind (laughs) doesn't that always happen there are dogs barking all over the country right now all right what's the movie empire strikes back oh yeah all right very good and who's the character that it's identified with uh, Darth Vader. Yes! We got a winner. What's your name? Uh, Ralph. Ralph! Yeah, Are good. you a real Star Wars aficionado, Ralph? No, I'm more of a music geek. Did you enjoy the barking dogs doing the, um, what's the name of that? The Imperial March. The Imperial, yeah, the Imperial March. March. Yeah. yeah. I was That's having right. flashbacks to Jingle Bells at Christmas time with the barking dogs. <laughs> I know. I thought the same thing. I know. All right. Thank you all very much. Congratulations to Ralph. It's Bob and Sherry. That's all the time we have for today. See you some other time. You've been listening.
listening to the best of Bob and Sherry. Be sure to check out our website, bobandsherry.com. Download our free app, too. Get the oddcast, the podcast instantly. Thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast, the Oddcast and Talking Lamar. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and maybe share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again so much for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.